Uh, all right. Anne Lundholm. Present. Uh, Mike. Hola. Phyllis. Here. Christy. Hi. And for some reason, Jeremy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast celebrating the radio show turned podcast, Too Beautiful to Live, in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me for this very special Thanksgiving 2016 edition of Little Red Bandwagon in New Brighton, Minnesota, Ann Lundholm. Good evening, Ann. Good evening, Bobby. And in Kyle, Texas, Mike Frizzell. Hello, Bobby. And in the Finney Ridge neighborhood of Seattle, Washington, Phyllis Fletcher. Hi. And in Linwood, Washington, Christy Wise. Hello. And in Linwood, Washington, Jeremy Holmes. What's going on, guys? <laughs> it's the longest roll call I think we've had in a long time. <laughs> hey, speaking of Linwood, Washington, <laughs> um, Christy, you know I steal your cable right yes i steal your cable yes. tv and w whenever i sign in on my computer it it uh says hello christy and it gives me the weather in linwood it used to give me the weather in everett yes oh. i just noticed that it's giving me the linwood weather so congratulations <laughs> on your move and i Thank yes you. i'm still stealing your cable <laughs> so i need to be cable careful. official yeah i i need to be careful what i put in that dvr then because oh. you can see it yeah. Oh, I no, I enjoy your selections. <laughs> You'll find by where I've paused them where I really enjoyed them. Oh dear. <laughs> we start that again. Well, everybody, as as I'm sure you can tell, this is a really special edition of Little Red Bandwagon. We are recording this late in the evening of Thanksgiving Eve, 2016. <laughs> and we've come together to reflect on the year that was and the things we're grateful for. But before we do that, we're going to talk about some of the things we've been less grateful for. We've all come together to share some of our worst Thanksgiving experiences. A note before we get going, you'll notice the one person missing from the LRB family tonight is Meredith. Meredith is at home, hopefully asleep in a delightful Vicodin fog. Uh, she's still recovering from her TMJ <laughs> surgery, but you will hear from her sort of, uh, in a special message, uh, later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, Mike, uh, since you, uh, love to interrupt me, do you want to get us going a little bit with, uh, we're going to start with the worst Thanksgiving experiences. Oh yeah. I have the, probably the biggest downer. Um, that's why I want but, you to go uh, first. We're going to take the whole rest of the There is sort of a happy ending to it. <laughs> to come back from it uh my my worst thanksgiving ever uh never been a huge fan of thanksgiving or family holidays or stuff like that just because i mean i get along with everyone i'm i do really well in these situations but it doesn't mean i like them you know i'd rather be alone or with just a couple people but um the worst Thanksgiving that I ever had was in 2005 
And it could have been the best Thanksgiving because my brother was hosting. And my brother, when he hosts Thanksgiving, he uh, cooks a prime rib in uh, like this salt and mustard shell. This is a thing. Wow. And, and it's it's amazing. Mm. It's uh, It takes a long time to cook. cooks all day. Then you crack open this big salt shell to break out the prime rib. And my brother's biggest prime rib fan there is. So he takes us very seriously. He's a good cook and makes his own horseradish sauce. Mm. Um, so I got him, my sister-in-law, my nieces, who are still pretty young at the time. So I could like throw them around, which is what I like to do with kids. Um, <laughs> and then my mom and my stepdad were supposed to come over. And it's getting a little late and my mom and my stepdad haven't shown up. And uh, eventually the phone rings and my sister-in-law Anne answers it. And my my mom has fallen and she's oh. broken her leg. Oh, and no. she's been at that point in and out of the hospital for a couple of years. She, you know, she was very frail and weak and, you know, had a, a lifetime of smoking to look back on um, to blame for a lot of her problems. And this fall, the, the, the fall that she took on Thanksgiving uh, was a little bit too much this time. I didn't even get to eat the prime rib because I, I'm the single guy. I was a single guy in the family at the time. So I went to the hospital. And, you know, tried to take care of things and, um, you know, make things easier for my stepdad. Uh, so she never got out of the hospital after that fall. And she oh. died in early January oh. after um, falling on Thanksgiving. Oh. But during that time, I got really close with my brother because my my sister sort of checks out of those situations. It's too... It's too much for her emotionally. So we didn't see much of her and she didn't even really want to be involved when the time came to make the decision to, you know, end my mother's life. Hmm. So my brother and I, um, we got, we were always close and we watched football every Sunday together. And, and that Thanksgiving we'd watched a bunch of football while the primary was cooking. And, um, my mom died, and then a couple weeks after that, we got a chance to go to the uh, Seahawks divisional playoff game, and then the week after that, the um, NFC Championship game, and uh, had a great time. And as soon as they won the, as soon as they beat Carolina in the NFC Championship, my brother started calling me constantly, like We're, we got to go to the Super Bowl, we got to go, and I, you know. I didn't have a lot of money at the time. I'm just getting done paying off the government. And, you know, it costs a lot of money to go to the Super Bowl. But he badgered me and badgered me. And I ended up spending, we each ended up spending over $5,000 to go to oh, Detroit wow. to the Super Bowl. Wow. Um, which Do you didn't now own go a house well in game Detroit? Wise. We lost the game. And <laughs> we, if only we Wait. just hitchhiked there and then just bought a house. <laughs> But no, Ooh. we we were we were stuck because we didn't have anything in advance, so we had to like uh, buy tickets and get it get on a charter, and you know we had to spend, and so we went, and it's the best time I ever had with my brother. I bonded with him more than I ever have, and um, we're 
super close and we'll, you know, it's great. And, um, my favorite story about that time was we were driving back. We'd carpooled to the hospital on the day when my mom died because we knew that was going to be the day. And, uh, I think I was driving back. I was driving him back to his house in the Renton Highlands and we were both crying and my brother has a glass eye. And at the time he was getting some new fancy glass eye. So he had some sort of temporary in his, in his eye. And, uh, he was crying so hard and rubbing his eyes so hard that, uh, I looked over at him and he looked at me and one of his eyes was like pointed out in a Marty Feldman direction. <laughs> no. you know, like, off in some weird direction. Oh. oh, no. And I started laughing and he was like, what are you laughing about? I said, dude. And I, I tilted the mirror toward him and he started laughing and, oh. and it was one of the best moments I ever had with my brother. So it was oh. the worst Thanksgiving and it's the best. Oh, that is crazy. <laughs> I regret making you go first now. Oh, but thank Fix you. Fix it in Mike. post. Yeah, switch it, switch it around in post. Did, now at the at the Super Bowl, did you have any idea a hungover Luke Burbank was covering it for NPR? No, I did not. Uh, we we went to because we were on a charter trip. We had uh, a catered party before the game, oh which was an there was an open bar at the like the downtown YMCA, which is just this gorgeous, beautiful new building, mm. and it was all Seahawks fans in there. Mm-hmm. And it was an open bar and it was manned by, uh, seemed like mostly underage girls who didn't know how to pour drinks. So we could just ah. tell them how much to pour and then <laughs> yes. just ask them for <laughs> bottles. And so we were going through the metal detector. My brother has, uh, metal joints in his body. Oh, so we loaded him up with Foster's cans. Christine, <laughs> Rose, she's so laughing we at that. Well, he and a, he's like, oh, yeah. He has a glass <laughs> eye and he's made of metal. <laughs> Is this true, Mike? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's bionic. He's bionic. I, I mean, he, even when I get my uh, prosthetic, he'll still be more artificial than me. Wow. More aftermarket than me. Uh, Does he have a spoiler, too? So so we we were so drunk before the game, we were falling asleep before the game even happened, Phyllis. Oh, uh, by no. the time the game ended and things went poorly, we actually were sobering up. Uh, so oh, what a we were we were probably sober pretty up. sober in the morning when Luke was going through his worst. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. Crazy. And we watched ESPN all night and all the oh. all the referee complaining, all that bullshit. Because when you when you were at the game, you didn't realize how bad those calls were. Because oh, right. we're in the three hundred level by the goal line. The only bad call that we saw was when Roethlisberger's helmet went over the goal line and the ball didn't because we were right oh, wow. on the fucking goal line at the 300 right. level. Mm. And that was the most egregious one to us because it's the one we saw. The rest right. of it we saw when we got back to the hotel room, we were like, oh, man, <laughs> we really got cornhole yeah. on this one. <laughs> man. Well, all right. So Thanksgiving 2005 for Mike. Bad. Would anyone like to go next? 
Um, I will because it's a lot less sincere than that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I've been a vegetarian since I was a, a small child. And so that makes Thanksgiving very problematic because it's a giant carcass laying on the table <laughs> and then has a bunch of carcass fat in everything else. Um, so now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> me too. You sold me. You had me at carcass fat. <laughs> it was a lot of years of eating just green bean casserole and maybe some bread. And uh, then my mom kind of catered some recipes around me. So she would make this stuffing that was heavy into different mushrooms and vegetable broth. And it, and it was pretty good. It was the only thing that I actually liked. And it wasn't cooked in the bird or near it or anything like that. And then one year my dad had... Uh, probably cut out a recipe out of good housekeeping or something. And he decided to do a little um, change up in, in the stuffing, AKA the only thing I ate. And I took one bite. I was excited. I was also a really grumpy hormonal teenager. I think I was 12. Um, hmm. And I took one bite and there was a fucking raisin in it. <gasps> and I just, <laughs> who puts fruit in stuffing? No. Nope. So I spit it out, literally spit oh. it out, and I said, "What did you do?" Oh no! <laughs> and he said, "Oh, you have a new recipe." And I'm like, "No, we don't have new recipes. At Thanksgiving, you don't try out new recipes. You cook the same fucking thing they have since the Pilgrims came here. That's the point." <laughs> and I got sent to my room, and so Thanksgiving. Even if no room. one ate it last year, that's what you you have to cook. Right. Right. <laughs> Exactly. My yeah. mom makes this crazy jello dish. Um, and it's green jello mixed with ch uh, pineapple chunks, not chunks, mm -hmm. but like pulp almost. Um, mm. crushed pineapple. Mm -hmm. And then cool whip. And mm -hmm. then she puts graham cracker crumbs on top of it. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it, it definitely has Mormon roots. Her like dad was Mormon or something. And she brings it everywhere she goes. No one actually oh. likes it except for her. Oh. And we kind of just make fun of her like the um, crazy aunt on Christmas <laughs> vacation that brought the jello with the cat food in it. We're like, oh, there's crazy Aunt Radine bringing her damn jello again. Oh. So, um, yeah, that's the one thing I like. I spit it out. Uh, I may have gotten slapped. Probably. I probably deserved it. And then sent to my room. Oh. Slammed the door a couple times. So, yeah, that was probably oh. my worst Thanksgiving. Oh. We ha we have a regional expert in all things culinary. Anne, where do you weigh in on this uh, recipe? Oh, that's pretty familiar. That's uh, um, served in Lutheran church basements all across the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> With the graham crackers on it, though? Uh, I don't remember the graham crackers, but the rest of it is pretty spot on. Yeah, that's, but that's when it takes a weird <laughs> thing. Like, so she takes graham crackers, they're all crunched up, adds melted butter and stirs it up and puts it on top. That's where it takes a weird twist because, and then she eats it for days. It will be like breakfast and then the graham crackers are starting to like get soggy and like swim in the jello. <laughs> no. <laughs> so gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound very Lutheran, though. As another person who grew up Lutheran, yeah, I, I know, I know she's, I know she's got her Mormon roots, but Lutherans get their Jello on too, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, said. you know, like in Utah, 
they eat more jello per capita than anywhere in the world. Oh, word? Yeah. Wow. They have lots of jello situations <laughs> going on. I know when nice. I lived in a Mormon town, a big thing people would bring to like school lunches was green jello with carrots in it. Oh, yeah. I've <laughs> seen that. It's like savory. Yeah. Well, no, I think it is. I mean, it's kind of it ends up still being sweet because I think it's lime yeah. jello. But with on. the um with the carrots and it's just like kind of it carrots. ends up being sweet. Yep. But there are there are hella savory Jello recipes too. I've seen that. I have. Isn't that like that. the Flintstones vitamin of the sides world? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> putting your carrots in some lime Jello. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Word. I'm gonna eat my vegetables, but God damn it, I'm gonna just surround them with. Right. Aspic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as long as we're over in the Linwood studios, uh, Jeremy, would you like to jump in next? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this. I'm just supposed to kind of say best and worst Thanksgiving, right? Not bre- Not best. Oh. This is very just negative. Worst. Yes. Just worst. The- <laughs> we're, we're wallowing <laughs> together. Yes. So just your worst, please. So my family's weird about Thanksgiving. We, um... I shouldn't say weird. It's just never been a huge holiday. I mean, we would always go down to like uh, the Vancouver, Washington or Hood River, like the, right on the border between Washington and Oregon. We would go down there to spend time with my dad's side of the family. Um, and so, I, I mean, honestly, the worst part is that of all of my cousins and my sister, like I was the only guy and they were obsessed with. Uh, musicals. My sister was obsessed with musicals, so we would go stay at my great aunt's house, who we called grandma because uh, that was the closest we had to a grandma on my dad's side. And uh, there was only one TV and a big pile of VHS cassettes. And the only thing that we would watch the entire time we were down there, because there was only one TV and I would always get outvoted, is musicals, like Rogers and Hammerstein. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was watching, you know, like... uh, Gone oh. with the Wind and Sound of Music and Oklahoma. Yes. Uh, Those are great. Yeah. What's the problem? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. You said worst Thanksgiving, Jeremy. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, I mean, that wasn't a particular Thanksgiving. That was every Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> that was every Thanksgiving. Um Aww. You know, she's gone on to a better place where hopefully mm-hmm. they're not playing musicals. And so we, we, we stopped getting invited down there when my great aunt passed away. But uh, but honestly, my, probably my worst Thanksgiving so far, and hopefully this will turn around. There's still a chance. But this week has been really, really terrible. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, we, me and Christy mm-hmm. made the decision to, to not. Why? Um, uh, me and Christy, Christy yeah. and I made the decision to not spend time um, with either of our families or anybody yeah. to just like hang out at our house. Um, you know, we both have like my, my family is pretty conservative and um, the thought of being in a room with them for the entire day when kind of everything is as crazy as it is right now in the country uh, was not relaxing to <laughs> all, everybody involved in the decision making process over here in the uh linwood studios and uh and so we just made the decision to to not do that and uh it kind of turned into a thing um we got connected with a reporter that ended up doing a story about it um that was she interviewed me and my sister and christy and actually my mom to try and put together a story because they figured 
This, we aren't they, the only ones. They figured that this is probably true for a lot of people. And judging from what little I've seen on social media over the last 24 hours, it seems that there's a lot of people having this same debate or these same uh, issues with trying to figure out what they're going to do with their families this year. And uh, and so we this story came out yesterday. They played it on the radio a bunch today. And my they had interviewed my mom, but my mom actually ended up kind of backing out and decided that they didn't want her to use their tape, uh, her, her tape or her actually talking. So it was just me and my sister and it came out and, uh, it ended up, it ended up not being received so well by my parents. And, um, like I literally right before (laughs) part of the reason that we're recording so late is because my parents wanted to have a meeting, um, to talk about their feelings regarding this thing. And, um, I just sat down this is going to get really depressing and I might start crying <laughs> because, <laughs> but, uh, oh. um, uh, I just sat down with my parents and was talking over, you know, like it hey, really nobody has... died. So you're good. Nobody <laughs> died. That's true. That's true. Nobody died. And, um, everybody's eyes were intact. Um, we, but we had a, uh, <laughs> it, so it was really not about this story, right? Like this story thing came out yesterday. It was on the news. It turned into a big thing with my family, whatever. But honestly, it's not really about that specific story. It's about the fact that like my parents are having a really hard time with the fact that I'm no longer a Christian and we grew up Christians and they're having a really hard time with it. And so like, I just sat down and talked to them for like an hour and a half and, I don't, you know, my sister was there too, and I don't want to, you know, blow up her spot if she doesn't want it blown up. So I'll let that be her thing. But, uh, but at least our conversation that I had with my parents was not, it was not really good. Like it was not the, it was pretty terrible. Uh, you know, they just told me that like our relationship is irreparable and, um, that they've like given up on me basically, uh, which I guess I already kind of knew, but to actually sit in the room and, and have them tell that to me was a little uh was a little sucky so so far so far you know as i kind of look back over my last few thanksgivings i have to say so far this one's been terrible but uh but tomorrow we're just gonna hang out all day and watch some football and eat food and hang out in our brand new house so i'm pretty stoked about that wow well um uh, (coughs) as um as um jeremy knows i feel um, terrible about this because uh, Jeremy's being a complete gentleman and um, very kind. Um, I'm the person who edited that story. Um, he and Christy and Jessica were interviewed by my colleague, my reporter. And um, this was an idea that she came up with on election night. And we had put the call out there. I mean, initially she she started just asking people she knew who, you know, whom she was aware that people were having hard times with this, you know, like, like uh, Jeremy said, it's all over the news today, for sure, that that people are having a tough time, even CNN did a poll. And, you know, in public radio, we believe that the best thing we can do is get people together to tell stories. And, um, you know, then supported by facts and um, you know, all those things and, and just put it out there for people to process themselves. And, um, and, um, we were, um, getting down the, to the wire, trying to find people who would be willing to talk about this. And, um, we decided to put a call out there on Facebook 
And um, so Anna put one out and I put one out and um, we were each contacted by several people who for different reasons, <clears throat> excuse me, who for different reasons were not um, necessarily a great fit for the story. And one of them was a 10 and um, I gave her credit on Facebook. Uh, Dawn, is it, does she say Hafner or Hafner? I say Hafner. Half, Hafner. Yeah, Hafner. Yeah. Um, Don um, said, you know, you should talk to Jeremy and Christy. And that's how it all came together. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, you know, wonderful. And, you know, like Jeremy said, we went through the process that he described. And, um, you know, we we were very intentional and, and um, you know, felt a huge sense of responsibility to do the story um well and um sensitively and um you know that's what we were aiming for and um I, we certainly didn't want to make anyone's holiday worse phyllis can i ask a question yes um was there any hesitation to run the story once uh jeremy's mom pulled out her part we just kept going through the process um once that happened that we always go through which is report out the story and make decisions along the way. And we kept reporting, you know, Anna, I should say, kept reporting the story. And, you know, we kept making the micro decisions that we always do um, when we have a story. And, um, you know, we arrived at a point where she had a draft. And so we went through it and we kept editing it and, and editing it. And it just kept gelling and coming together um so you know and we we like to be nimble um you know if somebody changes their mind back at any point in the process we want to be there for that and so you know we were um you know re prepared for that too in case that should happen and um you know what we ended up with was what you heard yeah. it's a great story well i mean i i think it's a good story and honestly also like it, it it got, I mean, th this conversation that I had with my parents tonight as uncomfortable and, and not fun as it was, um, you know, it's, it brought to the surface a conversation that's probably been needing to happen for like the last two years. Um, mm. I know, especially for my sister, probably more so than me. Um, I think I kind of already knew where stuff stood with my parents, but, uh, um, so, you know, I think it was good. And I will add to that, too. You know, I um, my my parents and my sister more so than me, because apparently all of my friends, uh, with the exception of you guys, of course, are degenerates that don't actually listen to the news or public radio ever. Um, yeah. so none, no, nobody that I know really uh, contacted <laughs> me about it anyway. But lots of people <laughs> contacted my sister and my parents. Um, and it is evident through the conversations that I had with both my parents and my sister about it, that, you know, this, this is getting people talking, you know, these are mm. people, at least anecdotally, I can say that there are probably 20 or 30 people just in my life, you know, via my sister and my parents that are now like sitting down and having conversations with their family about this stuff. Um, wow. Be because of that story and because of all the stuff that it kind of brought to the surface. So, you know, I, I think, uh, I think that that's like why, I'm guessing that that's why they do the stuff that they do, you know, because people are hearing their voice or hearing things that they can identify with and it gets people talking. So that's mm -hmm. that's a good thing, but I think. That's not actually true because within 10 minutes of the story being up on Facebook, Jeremy got a letter from 
his aunts. Oh, that's true. Supporting <laughs> oh. him, and this is his mom's sister-in-law. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, so we've had support and just outside fringes <laughs> ways. Yeah. Well, I hope that, um, you know, one way or another, your parents end up feeling supported too and not attacked because that was certainly not yeah what we were trying to do at all. Yeah. Um, you know, we we wanted everyone to be heard and feel supported as much as possible. Um, you know, and that that would be the the ideal. Um, so, you know, but you know, ideals are <laughs> I idealistic. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um yeah, we just, you know, we want them to feel feel supported too. I have a question for Anne. Yes. Is your worst Thanksgiving a funny one or a serious one? <laughs> it's a serious one. Sorry, guys. I can tell okay. my Aww. spitting out the stuffing again. <laughs> Actually, I have a similar one, so I'm going to okay. go next. Okay. Um, uh, as we were talking about this, despite the fact that we've known for a while that this was our plan for this episode, I couldn't put my finger on uh, a specific worst thanksgiving as i was telling everyone earlier today my worst thanksgiving was from 1990 to about 2006 which is funny because i've been telling everyone they all went about the same way my family would get together it's a small family just my mother and i my grandmother my aunt my uncle uh and my uncle's ex-wife who still hangs out with our family it's weird <laughs> uh and uh invariably what would happen is that my mother would assume at some point in the evening that we were all ganging up against her emotionally, judging her for whatever, uh, leave the table crying, go hide somewhere <laughs> that my uncle would decide that he needed to leave because he just couldn't be there anymore. So he would leave. Uh, and then the rest of us would sort of just be like, what the fuck happened and clean up. And, th and that was a pretty predictable for actually all of our family holidays. <laughs> Uh, which is amazing because Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because I cherish family together time and the sort of occasion of coming together for the meal. Um, and, and in hindsight, I don't know why I thought it was so great, <laughs> but I value it now. And I think we've all turned a corner on that. As I was thinking about this, though, uh, <laughs> at Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving of my youth came back to me and i can't remember exactly what one it was but it would have been the early 90s um my grandmother has always uh or at least in her prime was always on the cutting edge of technology when it would come out but then would not update it for a long time christy i think you and i have bonded over the fact that we have one of those modems where you actually put the handset of the phone yep. on <laughs> the thing yeah. because we were the first house in the neighborhood with internet yeah um, another thing we had was a gigantic old microwave that, that probably is going to be <laughs> the reason most took of up us the died. whole counter. <laughs> yeah. It had knobs, not, <laughs> not punch numbers. Uh, well, and she was one of these people who was convinced from TV that the microwave could cook anything. And this is going exactly where you think it's going. <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> she, uh, one year tried to cook an entire turkey. Cold spots, hot no. spots. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. No. Exactly. Cold spots, hot spots. Uh, uh, so the turkey came out 
of the microwave, uh, mostly theoretically cooked. I have, I was pretty young, so I only have minor memories of this, <laughs> but I remember that it looked exactly like when it went in. Oh, oh, oh man. And, and I bet the bones were so yes. gross. Yeah. And the, the, <laughs> the turkey breasts were dry, crumbly dry. And the thigh meat, the dark meat was you know, probably dangerously undercooked. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and there was no <laughs> there was no brown turkey. There was no uh you know, it didn't have any crispy skin. <laughs> mm. It didn't have any of those it's amazing that I wasn't also turned into a vegetarian as a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That cooking in a microwave that that was a thing. My parents went to microwave cooking school. <gasps> what? Yeah, they had a cookbook. <laughs> My dad was like, "This is amazing. You can make anything." And he would make grilled cheese sandwiches in the microwave. Oh dear. He would make scrambled eggs. He's like, "No, this is going to happen. This is this is the wave of the future." What? <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't do a turkey in there. I'm really surprised. <laughs> I actually I remember similarly. Um, uh, making toast in the toaster and then taking it out and putting a slice of craft yep. or whatever yep. cheese and then you and put then in putting the that in the microwave. No. Yeah. So you know his recipe. <laughs> oh, no. And it was disgusting for all, all reasons. The bread gets super hard and the cheese Ugh. just kind of melts everywhere. You fancy. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Uh, so, uh, well, I'm sure I'm blocking more of the traumatic experiences of my childhood. I'll, I'll put that up as my worst. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and with that, uh, I'd like to think I've just cleared our palette for Anne. Oh, gee, thank you. Um, my sad Thanksgiving story is, uh, not about anything that actually happened. It's more of a Anne gets a few wings hood kind of story. And this was Thanksgiving last year. And the only background I have to tell you is that besides my two brothers, I also have a couple of stepsisters. Oh. And they're a little older than me. And they're my dad's from his first marriage. And um, given the uh, custody arrangements typical to the 70s, they did not grow up with us. You know, they would have the uh. every other weekend or whatever. But then in 1980, we moved to Europe for essentially a decade. And by the time we came back, they were pretty much grown and they came to visit us a couple of times and we would see them when we were back for Christmas or something. But so their holidays do not involve us. They were never a part of that. They might show up later in the evening or come sometime during the weekend, but it was never, um, they were never part of our meal. Um, but my dad has been trying really hard, like the last five or six years, to kind of create more of a, a connection with them. Hmm. And so last year, on the Sunday before Thanksgiving, I got an email from my mom that said, oh, by the way, we're changing Thanksgiving to Wednesday night so huh? that the girls can come. Hope that doesn't cause any problems for you. Uh. And I called her back and I said, yeah, actually, that does cause a problem for me because I have to work my second job that night mm -hmm. and it's only three days before the event and I can't find someone to take my shift. 
And my boss has specifically scheduled me to work that shift because she wants her strongest people to finish up the night before Thanksgiving so that everything is ready for the madness of of Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And I would never call in like Sam Burbank, have my mother call in <laughs> sick for me. Yeah. Um, because I could just never do that to her. <laughs> and I said, I, I just, I can't make it on, on Wednesday uh-uh. night. And they said, oh, well. <gasps> and so I was left out of Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. No. And, and uh, like on the one hand, it's not, it doesn't matter that much about the meal. You know, it's about spending time with the family, but really Thanksgiving is about experiencing the meal with your family. And they said, well, we'll still do something on Thanksgiving. You can come over and, but that's just not quite the same to, to come over and know that people have already done the thing without you. Or they said, come over on Wednesday night after you're done at work and have some food. But the thought of, you know, sitting at the dining room table with a warmed, plate of potatoes with one of my brothers sitting there to keep me company that also the whole thing just made me feel like I didn't matter Mm -hmm. and that's something that I have a real problem with Mm -hmm. and then to to think I totally support my dad having a better relationship with his daughters I think that's wonderful and if somebody has to be not able to attend the meal why shouldn't it be me but on the other hand, they're both married and they have other places to go and other Thanksgivings to go to. And I didn't. So mm-hmm. that was pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you best believe that I talked to my therapist about this yeah. Oh, yeah. as I happened to see her that weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was saying, I was saying, I'm really sad yeah. about this, but I understand. And she said, why are you saying but? When you say but, that just negates your feelings and says they don't matter. Why can't Mm -hmm. you say, I'm really sad and I understand? Mm -hmm. And so that's how I try to think of it. I'm really sad and I understand. Mm -hmm. So that was a pretty Mm -hmm. sad Thanksgiving for me. Dang. How long ago was that? That was last year. (gasps) What? Yeah. Yep. Oh, and by the way, I had already started making the desserts, no. so I sent the desserts along to the meal. I was like, what the hell am I going to oh. do with these? You eat them and say, fuck you, as you eat it. <laughs> oh, undeserving. <laughs> oh. You spell out, yeah, you, you FedEx them to yeah. Linwood. <laughs> you FedEx them to Linwood, Kyle. No, no, you know, I think, Anne, I think you did the right thing. She's the bigger mm. person in this. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. The bank robber felon agrees with you. She's <laughs> <laughs> got a real moral compass. Yeah, she's the bigger person. You no. know that Aiden is it's our... It's like returning the GoFundMe money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Hold your well, horses, wait. Mike. You're going to get your chance. <laughs> and, and at least you've got the LRB family to take all of your time and attention which is how we have great clip shows every month. So thank you. Yeah. For real. You're very welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phyllis Fletcher. Yeah. From the Finney Ridge PH neighborhood of Seattle, Washington. Yes. You have a worst Thanksgiving for us? I do. 1983. 
So anyone living in the Seattle area in 1983 experienced extreme winds on Thanksgiving. Um, there was a very, very serious windstorm in 1983. And um, I even interviewed Andy Wappler about it, son of Harry Wappler, the longtime weatherman in Seattle. And um, and uh, it was it was so crazy that like mm -hmm. um, windows were blown inside out downtown. Um, Wappler Doppler. Yeah. <laughs> It was I had forgotten that detail, but um but Andy Andy told me that in uh in the interview that I did with him about Thanksgiving storms. And um I mean the way that my mom and I experienced it was our power went out, which is very typical in the whole Puget Sound area. Your your power is very likely to go out um in a severe windstorm. And I mean you it's kinda interesting now to look at newspaper articles from this time be um, like in archives because just all over the city, just thousands of turkeys had to be thrown out because people had electric ovens and their power went out and just their, their, their bird was no good. And our power was out for, I think it was four days. <gasps> Yuck. And, um, I had math homework and a solar powered calculator. <laughs> so... <laughs> I had to sit near the window and get as much daylight as possible during the day and do my math homework. And my mom would have, she either would have bought a um, turkey hindquarter or sometimes we would do those Jenny O turkey rolls, which I like, which is just basically like processed turkey meat sh squished into a loaf. <laughs> it's not like ground, but it's like chopped up, like squished into a loaf and they, they two-tone it. So like... It's got a swirl of the dark meat and a cap of the light meat and like, and like something that approximates skin-ish type stuff on top. I mean, it's it's gnarly to think about in a way, but I did used to like that. So like so we would either have that or turkey hindquarter and like she would have bought this meal. So I can't remember which it was, turkey-based, you know, stuff to cook, but it had to be thrown out and we had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches by flashlight for Thanksgiving dinner. And like, it might sound cute, but it was really depressing. It and was cold, like probably. such a drag. Yeah. We were cold. It sucked. We we're like huddling there in our little one bedroom apartment in Fremont that I grew up in. And, um, it just sucked. One thing that did still work was the phone. And so, um, you know, I'd call my friends and be like, is your power on yet? And like, I think my mom just got kind of self-conscious that I was talking on the phone because she felt like I was taking up other people's family time. Mm. So she was like, get off the phone. And I was just like, uh -huh. <laughs> it, <just sucked. laughs> it was so lame. And like, then people's power started coming on all around us. And that's a really shitty feeling if you've never had it. It's just crazy. Like, it just makes no sense. I mean, of course, the second your power comes on, you don't care you know, whose is off around you. But right. when it's right. when it's off, you're very aware when it starts coming back for other people and it just was lame. <laughs> so I, I was very validated many decades later when I got to interview someone else who had been through that storm and they were just like, oh yeah, that was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, so it ruined Thanksgiving for thousands of people in the Seattle area in 1983 and we were just two of them, but it was pretty whack. Boo. <laughs> that's what i have to say about that boo all right yep all right everybody so that was our worst thanksgiving stories but because we have to have a put up for every put down that's right 
we wanted to take the second half of this Thanksgiving special to talk about uh, the things that we're grateful for this year and also just what we're doing this Thanksgiving, even if those things don't necessarily overlap. Uh, and uh, since we started with Mike getting into this, uh, I think we're going to save him for the end. And so we'll back out the way we came in, starting with Phyllis. What are you thankful for in 2016? I guess right now, what what I'm thinking about and thankful for is everything that I enjoy related to my job. And one of the things I enjoy the most is the really interesting stuff that my reporters come back with. And it's surprising and it's unique. And they're all so good at things that I would never be able to do. And I really enjoy it. And I'm just so grateful for every person who talks to them, um, whether it's, you know, Jeremy and his family or people I'll never meet. I really, really enjoy that. It really keeps me going at my job. So I love that. I could be boring and say my family, they're good too, but <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really, really yeah, appreciate right. that. And yeah. They're, you know, they're pretty good. But I think, I think about, I think about the people I work with um, and the, the stuff that they do and the people they talk to all the time. And I really enjoy it. So I'm really grateful that I get to do that type of work. And what I'm doing this year is hosting all of my in-laws on my um, father-in-law's uh, side of the family for Thanksgiving. Because as I think I may have mentioned on LRB before, I cook once a year. <laughs> and that day <laughs> is tomorrow. <laughs> And um, I haven't been able to get out of it yet. <laughs> I've been doing it for um, about a decade now. And um, I do, once I'm actually doing it, I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, and the food is bomb. I have to say I do know what I'm doing once I do it. Um, but uh, it's like I'm at the point right now where I'm just going, oh, God, like I have all the lists going in my head of all the things I have to do and all the timing of everything. And of course we we have to completely clean our house. So <laughs> all of that is right. going on <laughs> right now. So, yeah. Uh, do you have any highlights on the menu? Anything you're looking forward to showcasing tomorrow? Well, you know, it's like, like, uh, like Mike and Christy were saying, you know, just make it the same every single year. <laughs> so that's what I do. And, um, um, one thing I do slightly vary sometimes is the, um, the yams and, um, I really like those. So I'm going to do them the same way I did them last year, which isn't the same way that I had always done them, but I just like blast them in the oven, you know, the way they are. Um, and then, you know, open them up, scoop them out, put them in a buttered dish, put the butter and brown sugar in there and then like rebake that stuff. And um, it's good. That sounds <laughs> so amazing. I like that. I'm excited about that. All right. Twice baked mashed yams. Exactly. Mm. It's good. Yep. <laughs> All right. Anne, what are you grateful for this year? And what are you doing tomorrow? Um, this year, I am so grateful that I am no longer the president of my choir. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. 
I am so happy, you guys. <laughs> it's great. A couple of weeks ago, the new president stood up and gave a rah-rah speech. And at the end, he said, oh, and um, we've had three board members who have resigned from the board. And so if anybody would like to be on the board, come and talk to us. And I was like, not my problem. <laughs> so great. <laughs> and then the wow. next week, he was giving another set of announcements and he said something to the effect of oh and we were had planned to get this grant as part of our budget and we didn't get the grant so <laughs> if you can help with fundraising that would be great and again i was like not my problem <laughs> that's awesome wow i told them not to make that grant the centerpiece of the budget but <laughs> i'm out of it now mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so and you're one of the only people I can think of who is happy about a presidential change right now. <laughs> Good point. Yes. The bright side that, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, and and what are a, you doing? Well, on a slightly um, more sincere note, I would like to say that I'm very thankful to be a part of this group and a part of this community. It's been a real education and um, a wonderful thing to feel such a sense of of belonging for once. So thank you very much to everybody who has been so kind and to all of you for being so accepting. And it's been, it's been so fun so far. Mm-hmm. And, and thank you for, to, to Christy for bringing you in. Yeah, seriously. Yes, thank, thank you very much, Christy. Who knew all I ever had to say was I'll help with the archiving. <laughs> and then I find myself here. <laughs> And as far as my plans for the holiday go, it's going to be a small one. It's going to be me and my parents tomorrow. My brothers are both uh, out in California and aren't making the trip back. Uh, My stepsisters, once again, won't be attending a Thanksgiving Day meal. They may stop by later in the evening. And I guess any other relatives already had plans. So mm. I still made two pies, though. What we'll kind? see how that goes. What kind of pies? Wow. I need to know. Oh, my mother always <laughs> says, just make an apple and a pumpkin. And that is so boring. <laughs> but I know not to mess with pumpkin. So I made a plain yep. pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And then I made an <clears throat> apple pear crumble yes. pie. Mm. Wow. Do you whip so up a little whip, whipped cream for the pumpkin pie? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I'm wow. eating it in my mind. Right <laughs> yeah, let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> uh, just about as well as uh, Christie's cable. <laughs> uh, so next is me. And uh, it's kind of a boring thing that I'm grateful for this year, but in a really great way, which is... Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot the last couple of weeks. I am more grateful than I've ever been before for stability. Hmm. Um, I am extremely content. As far as 2016 has gone so far, uh, I'm not looking for a job. Sam and I are not trying to buy a car or a house. Um, uh, We are not uh, rich by any means, but we are not uh, quite paycheck to paycheck like we were when we first met and both had crappier jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and things are just um, right where we like them to be. 
And this is normally the point where we should be having kids, but we are smarter than that. So <laughs> no offense. No offense to those of you with children. Ellie is incredible. We like kids Gus, and cats. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Gus swam laps around me this summer. It was my favorite waterfront companion. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, kids are great, but, you know, we've, we've for the first year together, and I think for the first year in either of our lives, we've hit that point where things are just sort of working and yeah. we've got a lot of things we want to make better, but we recognize that we have reached a place that some people just never get to reach. And so mm -hmm. uh, I'm really grateful for the fact that um, we have that much stability in our lives and in our sort of base level of happiness. And so, well, you know, that's kind of a big picture, hard to, to grasp tangibly thing. I think that's really it for us. Um, and tomorrow, uh, we are going to my mother-in-law's house. I have, uh, ceded away my rights to hosting Thanksgiving for the first time in many years, uh, because it's also a small Thanksgiving for us. It's just four of us, me and Sam and her parents. And since it's only four of us, and since we've been really busy with things lately, uh, I just decided to order takeout for the first time. So I just oh, picked yes. up today a full Thanksgiving dinner from a barbecue place really, really love. And I'm actually really excited to sort of unpack it and reheat it all tomorrow and see if it's as good as their regular food is because they are great. Blue Ribbon Barbecue in, in uh, Newton and Arlington, Mass. So we have a smoked turkey breast and a green bean casserole and mashed potatoes and honey carrots and a full pumpkin pie from them and whipped cream and rolls and butter. And they give us everything that goes with it. So I'm just making stuffing, dressing, sausage mm -hmm. dressing tomorrow morning. Sam's mother is making the yams, and the rest is all ready to go. Oh, yum. Yeah, I'm a little worried because if it's too good, I might never want to actually cook Thanksgiving again. <laughs> oh, I bet that you actually saved money by doing that instead of buying all the stuff. It was mm -hmm. um, like 130 bucks, and they say it serves four, but this place is the kind of place where you can split an entree. And in fact, Sam and I did for dinner tonight because I also picked up like a pulled pork platter. And brought it home for us to have for dinner. And we both ate a full meal from it. So I expect there's going to be plenty of food left nice. uh, after dinner tomorrow. And so, yeah, probably. It's like Blue Apron, but lazier. That's well, great. That's, that's one of my complaints about the meal is it's so expensive and so time consuming. Mm -hmm. And if it was actually good, people would eat it year round. Right. Yeah. But I will get off my high horse about it. <laughs> <laughs> no you got you got good reason to be there i get it it's just so terribly expensive uh yep yep next up mm -hmm. is jeremy and i'd be more than happy to let you and christy answer separately but if your answers happen to <laughs> work together especially the part about what you're doing tomorrow uh i think we could probably take them together okay. too yeah yeah um what am I most thankful for? This has been a pretty exciting year, honestly, um, <laughs> despite the uh, disappointment of the last few weeks, <laughs> I guess. But uh, uh, we we got married uh, earlier in the year, which is awesome and uh, was fun. I mean, I, I I thought that that was all that it was needed to relieve me from the judgment of my parents and <laughs> some not. of my old Christian friends, but apparently not. Um, no, but we got married. And that was awesome. Uh, recently, we just got a house, which is like, mm. 
I mean, it's awesome. Like, it's a really cool thing, but I, I'm not sure if people necessarily understand, like, how um, cool it is. Like, I, I've said this a few times to people, but literally five years ago, I was uh, I was drinking myself to death in the basement of a church, uh, living in a room that was, you know, <laughs> I was sleeping on a futon, um, and the room was so small that the futon couldn't even open up and, and all the way, uh, because the room was too narrow. And, uh, I got to mow my lawn last weekend. Mm. Like, man, that's a miracle. You guys, like mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So anyway, I'm super thankful. I have an awesome family. I'm really excited about the fact that I have a house and I have a lawn that I have to mow and um, I got a bunch of freaking shelves that I got to hang up and pictures and <laughs> shit like that. Like it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I haven't, I never thought like, even when I wasn't in a really bad place <laughs> prior to a few years ago, um, you know, I, I thought that, uh, I never really thought that I was going to get a house. So it's just kind of a cool thing. Like I have a house and I have a, you know, a wonderful wife and an amazing daughter and, I'm very, very excited about um, not leaving the house tomorrow and <laughs> hanging a bunch of shelves and pictures and watching football and sitting around and eating whatever weird food we make. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. So, so is this better or worse than finding emergency rations in a dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, with that I would free. be thrilled with that. Yeah, because yeah, it's free and weird and you know. That's not something I made up randomly. If you're not familiar, that's something that actually happened to Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a a lifeboat manufacturer here, and we used to go dumpster diving there all the time. <laughs> it turns out that sometimes they throw out the the emergency supplies with the with the life raft. Yeah. Uh, before Christy goes, I also want to note you got a a wedding and a house and a promotion which we don't talk a lot about your day job but your day job is awesome and even when it's super stressful as i know it sometimes Mm -hmm. is yeah uh, the work that your company does is great and you are now a fellow executive director so congratulations they put him on the highest pedestal (laughs) that's right Mm -hmm. exactly they knock knock knocked (laughs) (laughs) oh geez yeah there i am so uh, that's you could plug them. It's Tis Best Philanthropy. What's the website? Is it tisbest.org? Yeah, T I S B E S T dot org. And I'll give my thirty second sales pitch since since uh, we brought it up. But we this time of year, it's actually a perfect gift. You guys, we sell charity gift cards. So the way it works is people buy them as gifts. You go to our website, you buy a gift card for like twenty dollars. You give it to your friend. We can put a custom picture on there. We'll print an actual plastic gift card. We'll send it to you. You give it to your friend, and they spend the $20 by going to our site, putting in a little code that's on the front of the card, and they get to donate that $20 to a charity of their choice that's listed on our site. So, G- Jeremy, if uh, if people are wondering how to put their money where their mouth is after Trump got elected, then go there Yeah, and, and send a gift card to somebody and make them select – some sort of <laughs> ACLU planned parent. Yeah. We got yeah. we got a we got a lot a lot of great charities that we support. We uh yeah. raised a little over a million dollars last year and we're hopefully on track to do more than that this year. So yeah. 
Yeah. It's, so it's, if you're um, if you're feeling awesome. triggered this holiday season, <laughs> uh, get yourself if you're out of a, safety uh, pens. Go ahead and make yeah. it <laughs> buy your friends a charity gift card. Send some send some Tis Best cards. Yeah. You could even make a Tisbest card with a safety pin on it. That's oh how gosh. much of an nice. ally you could be. <laughs> Man, I've never felt safer than when I looked at my Tisbest card. <laughs> if you place an order at, at Tisbest and, and buy a card and then send me an email and let me know that you did it, I'll send you safety pins in, with the card. Quite a deal. <laughs> with the card. Wow. Actual safety yeah. pins. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Convoluted and uh, sort of, uh, I don't know. Patronizing. <laughs> there is a whole section on the Tisbest website for charities that are going to be helping people who get thrown off their health insurance next year. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right. So I'm thankful for everything that Jeremy said, except I didn't live in a church um, basement. Um, so I guess I'm thankful, number one, that he isn't living in a church uh, basement. <laughs> There's you basically time for you, you rescued drunk Batman. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did rescue him. <laughs> um, I think the first time I went there, I just tapped him and said, "Oh friend, <laughs> oh friend." <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, besides all of the house and the wedding, I'm thankful for all the people that came from so far to come to celebrate us for our wedding. That was really great. Seriously. Yeah. All over the country. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. getting to meet Anne and so many <laughs> other people meredith I've, I've met bobby a bunch of times but meeting everyone was so great this year um our wonderful listeners how who have donated to the jams to get us out of some jams that's <laughs> awesome and of course the historians who are building a database that makes our show awesome and eventually tbtl and it may be the only way that we can get these shows later with the way that they're messing up their feed who knows <laughs> yeah. what's yeah. gonna happen yeah. yeah we were just reminded this week that that the uh Precious. archives as they currently exist in the world are fragile yeah mm. <laughs> and i didn't mm -hmm. have any of the issue the download issues that everyone else was but the more i heard about it um <laughs> and i i deleted facebook so I just was hearing it from you guys and, and uh, Messenger, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen now? I mean, first of all, all our hour threes are gone. Is all the episodes going to be like, what's going to happen? So hopefully they get it all settled, or we're going to have to start pulling all those down too. So yeah. So thank you to the historic tents. And I assume tomorrow you're going to be having that meal at your home oh yeah so jeremy um yeah so what we did is just let ellie pick the menu we let we, we let the six-year-old decide <laughs> yeah. so it's wait let me guess is it cake cupcakes and cake pops <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. the wedding that was the wedding and we'll all be vomiting by the end yeah. of the day just no. like at our wedding <laughs> no for some reason she's never even been into thanksgiving uh. and this year she um decided that she wanted corn mm. she wants turkey but we got rotisserie chicken because it's already cooked. Um, mm -hmm. So rotisserie chicken, corn. She said mashed potatoes. But instead, I made one of our listeners had posted a picture of these potatoes her grandma makes um, that have like cream of mushroom soup and sour cream and cheese. And so, you know, really low fat and she's overruled. Top it off with some crunched up potato chips. And so that's what we're having for mashed potatoes. And then she mm. picked chocolate cream pie. So Ellie and I made a chocolate cream pie together 
tonight. Mm. And and then I told her because it's a special holiday, we're eating pie first. No. <laughs> that's awesome. Dessert is first. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Uh and uh that leaves us at least with the folks on the line right now with Mike Rizell. Mike, what are you grateful for this year and what are you doing? Well, I'm gonna um try to be strong, Brittany. Um the Thanksgiving itself is nothing here in Kyle this year because uh Emily went to visit and have Thanksgiving with Cullen in Denton up at the college. So uh I'm here with the dogs and the bunny and it'll just be football watching and I didn't buy any special food for Thanksgiving, so I think I'll make an Amy's macaroni and cheese, maybe Yum. Cook up a hot dog and throw it in there. Mm-hmm. Fire it in there. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so I think that's going to be it. Uh, probably no no dessert, but um, but that's it. And that's all I really want. I, I've never been a big Thanksgiving guy. I avoided it for a lot of years. And, uh, of course, I told you a horrible Thanksgiving <laughs> story from... <laughs> Uh, earlier in the in the show but your your thanksgiving sounds like it's half a pack of cigarettes away from andrew's dream thanksgiving <laughs> right right if anyone dares ring the doorbell i'm gonna fucking i guess except the mac and cheese part i want to get yeah. that out oh, yeah. right right yeah me. that's True. gross and cheesy and creamy and gross um but what i'm thankful for um I'm thankful for TBTL and everyone who's ever been involved with it because that's why we're all here. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful that we were able to get what we wanted to and needed to out of the old house in Austin. Um, I'm going to be strong, Brittany. I'm going to get through this. <laughs> I'm thankful for the Affordable Care Act because... If we hadn't been able to sign up for health insurance this year after Emily lost her job, there's no way we could have ever paid back all our medical bills. Um, I'm thankful for Emily's health, which is great. Uh, she's almost done with chemotherapy and things are looking good and she has a new job. Uh, great job. Thankful for that. I'm thankful for getting rid of the pain, which was the worst pain I've ever had in that stupid foot, which is now gone. Um, of course, thankful for my family and also thankful for my older friends who showed up when my newer friends organized a GoFundMe, who I'd lost touch with and I'm now back in touch with. Now, about those newer friends, you guys, you've changed, you've changed my life and Emily's life for the better with your kindness and generosity and for joining us, taking on all kinds of work that I didn't want to do and mailing delicious baked goods <laughs> to us and everyone else, Phyllis. For taking on all kinds of work I didn't want to do. Um, uh, being with me through the... While I have you. 
award-winning while I have you <laughs> segment <laughs> and sending Emily some awesome stuff, which we can't talk about on the air. <laughs> Bobby for taking on all kinds of work that I didn't want to do and generally being my bestie through through 2016. Meredith, who we'll hear from in a minute, for taking on all kinds of work, especially dragging Duff into helping <laughs> us move while I was laid up with what we would later find out to be the shittiest foot in America. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Christy and Jeremy for taking on all kinds of work that I didn't want to do. Picking up on a trend here. Uh, and during the busiest year of your lives finding time to be the rock for Emily and me I'm really grateful to all of you happy Thanksgiving we wouldn't do it if you weren't worth it god damn it Ann (laughs) (laughs) I just realized what you were talking about that I sent Emily because the only thing that occurred to me for a second was the parasol. (laughs) It's been referenced in TVTL Extra. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) It's a personal product. (laughs) It's you. It's blowing up on on TVTL Extra. It's a great product. TVTL should have its own offer code, or Phyllis should. <laughs> it, it it mostly stands up to Emily's onslaught, but <laughs> but not every month because yeah. she's amazing. Okay. <laughs> I I I got a I I got a second line of defense. I think I might have to send her another package. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, are you embarrassed? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy seems very. Uncomfortable or weirded out about period talk. No. Oh. <laughs> We've talked about it on takedown. Emily has a flow that's just unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> Legendary. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It is. And and, and what, what Phyllis sent did a lot to stanch the bleeding. <laughs> Jeremy's making note of the time. <laughs> it's just so friendly. <laughs> His modesty is going to limit this part. It's just amazing that we never got a restraining order from or a cease and desist from the Diva Cup people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mike, that's why we let you go last, because absolutely no one wants to follow you, except Meredith, because she has no choice. (laughs) Uh those of you regular listeners know uh, Meredith recently just last week had surgery uh, to take care of some long-standing jaw issues uh, that will hopefully alleviate, uh, you know, low to moderate pain and, and frustration that she's been dealing with for many years. Uh, but as a result for that, uh, just in time for Thanksgiving, she can't open or move her mouth. Uh, so, it would have been tough for her to record with us. She's going to be back on the recaps soon, next week or two. She's, she thought she was going to be back this weekend. I don't think any of us thought that. 
<laughs> but she's very sad that she won't be back this upcoming show, but she's going to be back as soon as possible. Uh, but uh, in light of this sort of family affair that we've got going on here with everyone, she did record us a special message uh, to share with you all with her worst Thanksgiving and what she is grateful for. So let's take a listen to that. Ahoy, oi, Wagoneers. It's your pal, Eminem. As you may know, I had jaw surgery last week to fix both of my temporomandibular joints. I am healing well but still cannot speak or chew much at all, so I'm making this computer and tell you about my worst Thanksgiving ever. This is it. It is happening right now. They put a breathing tube in my nose so my throat hurts and I'm getting nosebleeds. They filled my ears with baseline for some reason so I can't hear very well and the vicodin is making me nauseated. I won't be spending time with my family because I can't fly home to Michigan like this, and I won't be having any turkey, stuffing, or rolls. I'll miss my mom's pie the most. She picks and preserves the fruit herself, she makes the crust from scratch, and it's always been my job to make the whipped cream, which is the best part of pie. My diet is mainly soylent right now and that is becoming deeply depressing. But eventually this will all heal, I'll be able to chew again, and I'm confident I'll feel better than I did before the surgery. I have very little to complain about. I'm grateful that I have the ability to take time off to heal, I'm grateful that I have good health insurance, and I'm grateful for Duff who has been doing his best to keep me away from knives and fire in my inebriated state. Thank you Agoniers Intense for being the awesome and supportive community that you are. I'll be back on LRB in a week or two once the doctor says it's okay for me to move my mouth again. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Browns. So I think we can all agree that Meredith sounds like shit. (laughs) (laughs) But she's never looked better. Her eyebrows are just... Um, lovely. Sweet. She can't open her mouth, but she looks as lovely as ever. I think she was getting those stitches out today, so that didn't help. No. Um, so, uh, uh, as Mike mentioned, he has tricked a lot of people into whitewashing the fence that is Little Red Bandwagon, but uh, collectively, we're all glad to be here, and I think I can say that on behalf of all of us, we're grateful for all of you who are still listening, especially at the end of this episode, which had very little to do with CBTL. Zero. Almost <laughs> zero. I mentioned it. Did anybody even mention it until I mentioned it? <laughs> I crowbarred in a mention of Luke oh, right. in the Super Bowl, and that's a yeah. story he okay. told on TBTL. Yeah. All right. That's that works. Sem- semi-tangential. Yeah. <laughs> Um, does anyone have anything before I get us out of here? Uh, I'll do housekeeping and get involved real quick. Oh, do we want to mention that we got number four? Oh, right. A Thanksgiving miracle. (laughs) One more thing we're grateful for. Thanks to all of you out there, or at least the, the few of you or many of you. I have no idea how many people who voted, but thanks to you, we were voted number four best podcast in Western Washington. In Western Hemisphere. Oh, wait. <laughs> Washington. Uh, TBTL came in number two. And if I remember correctly, uh, what, a Seahawks podcast of some kind came in on top. Mm-hmm. And we can't compete with the 12, so that doesn't no. surprise me. 
And then third was the Seattle Files. Uh, I'm pulling it. Hawk Blogger, Too Beautiful to Live, The Seattle Files, The Little Red Bandwagon, and The Migs Cast. I've never Migs. heard of three of those. Migs right. Migs, <laughs> Migs isn't cast. that the guy from Silence of the Lambs who threw... Cut the lotion in the basket. Who threw semen on, on uh, the oh. agent when she walked oh, yeah, by yeah, there? Yeah. Did he put it in a jar, though? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Probably. So what you're saying is it's a it's a podcast for preppers. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So thank you everybody who voted and who made us once again Seattle's number one podcast about a podcast. Yeah, yeah. by far. I don't think there's anyone even close. Well, also we're holding down two fifths of that list. We're holding down yeah. two fifths of the top five. Yeah, forty percent. We need to get some more TVTL podcasts going, and we can take all <laughs> five <donate>. spots. <laughs> Let's now do it. I, now I need to find out how to go to that party. I really want to go to this party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to that. That is so awesome. Isn't that what we were fighting for? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you did it. Congratulations. And by fighting, I mean I have no idea how to promote anything. <laughs> I know. Well, and it came, it came out and then instantly we were doing the GoFundMe. So we didn't push it that hard so that's pretty awesome for so i said just pay amazing. for you to go to the party no please pay your credit card debt uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, done medical bills <laughs> already done uh so again thank you all for listening thank you for being a part of this community um we may only get i don't know a tenth of the listenership of tbtl but i'm glad to know that it's the absolute best tenth yes except Absolutely. for the couple of you who hate us but listen anyway i don't understand you <laughs> the rest the, of you what's with the hate listening thank you That's what I want to know. uh while you're at it when you're done with this take a listen to earbuds and earworms our sister podcast they also just did a, a thankful or working on a thankful episode uh, make sure Nerd Out Loud is still active in your. I feed. hate both of those podcasts, by the way, but I'm still listening. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting I hate everyone so. involved. <laughs> uh, order your holiday cards and gift tags from Jen Flash Andrews at PrettySnarky.com. Mine yes. just came today, and they're incredible. They look e- great. Even Sam loves them, and she is not even an eleven, but she just likes the cards. So. Mm-hmm. Go check them out, uh, prettysnarky.com, and make sure you use the promo code BANDWAGON for 20% off your order. We don't get anything from that. This is not like MeUndies or Blue Apron (laughs) or anything like that. The code is simply because Jen loves us and you and wants to give you a discount. Yeah. Uh, com, Facebook, Twitter, email littleredbandwagon, gmail.com, voicemail, text, 802-432-TBTL, all those good things. And with that, God, Christy, you're actually here, so why don't you get yeah. us out of here? Oh, first I wanted right. to say, for all of your holiday shopping needs, please go to <laughs> littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon, because you're going to go there anyways. Might as well mm-hmm. go through us. Or um, littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon dot badandrew. now i'm gonna have to go buy that domain every time you guys make jokes about a domain i bought i think i have i have little red wet bandwagon.net because of a joke somebody made i got pod.dog i get so many goddamn ads for bad andrew in my in my facebook feed these days and little dukes yeah. Oh God, the Duke needs go to Amazon.com. <laughs> hey, look! Look what's for sale in the stores everywhere. Dukes. Yeah, you can buy 
Dukes and buy an electronic that you can rip the plastic off of. And don't forget to put it in the Stens page. <laughs> oh, God. If only you could just rip the plastic off some Duke sausage. It would be the <laughs> ultimate Stens post. There's that weird casing. Maybe we could do that. Also, I have a cat. That makes it unique. <laughs> Sorry. We are very grateful for the listeners and the Stens page. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. And for your, sorry. <laughs> and for your holiday shopping, remember littlewhitebandwagon.com slash Amazon, the best way to order impulse buy your six pack of Binaco Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, this is the next party. Oh, Jen, thanks for sitting through this. And I know by Jen, I mean Jason. Thanks for sitting through this. <laughs> we love your wife. Do we want to try to do a nailed it on countdown or okay, uh, Mike? You're the countdown expert, so well, are we all going to do, do it, it or just those that didn't sign it off? We're all going to do it, and then Jeremy's going to sync it or not. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna do the clap on zero, <laughs> okay, and, and then, then nailed it after that. Okay, no, so, that's what? stupid. Why? Because I feel like I'm talking to Matt Baca here. <laughs> it's not going to work. None of us are high enough <laughs> yeah. to even invoke that name. No. Let's try it my way in first, and then we'll yeah, do it your we'll way. Do it. Okay. All right. Okay. We're going to do, we're gonna do the, the clap on zero and then nailed it when we feel it. Okay. Okay? <laughs> we're nailing it in three, two, one. Nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed, nailed it. it. Yeah, that was pretty terrible.